Hi there, and welcome to the One Pres Pod, the podcast for First Presbyterian Church in Fort Smith. On this podcast, we talk about all things related to faith and the life of followers of Jesus. Join us. Well, hello again, everybody. It is Phil Blackburn, and with me, as always... <laughs> Tasha Blackburn, nice to be with you all today. Yes, on a rainy, some might say dreek day in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The winter sky has settled in today, and, you know, we are now uh, at the second half of December. We sure are, Tasha, yeah, which we- means... We finished talking about what God is not. We've covered all the things. Exactly, it's that, handled. That God is not. So mm-hmm. I think everybody understands now what God is not. <laughs> uh, so we thought we would just kind of put a coda on the year. Let's just wrap up the wrap up 2023, Tasha. Wrap it up for us. Well, um, podcast wise, we've been trying some different things. Mm-hmm. Um, And we've got some really neat ideas, I think, for 2024 Mm -hmm. as well. Um, We really want uh, you guys, listeners, to be able to have some things you rely on. Where it's like, oh, I love Ram Asks a Question. Oh, about every month I get a Ram Asks a Question. And oh, I love, um, you know, when Stephen Martin comes on. So every now and then we have that. So we're looking at some things that some of the things we know are your favorites. We want to have those be recurring uh, yep. In the new year. so And also, I think we should say, we're going to keep bringing you plenty of things that aren't your favorites. <laughs> if you're if you're like, no, no, no. There's no. a little sour with the sweet. That's right. I, <laughs> I really want something that's not terribly appealing. Don't worry, <laughs> dear listener. Uh, we will... Well, we it will. wouldn't be us if we didn't also provide unappealing things. Unappealing content. Yeah, that yes. wouldn't be the Blackburns doing it. That's so. right. But we wanted to talk a little bit, kind of a couple pieces today. Uh, one looking forward uh, to January, and then one um, saying a little bit about Christmas, mm-hmm. since it's bearing down upon us uh, quickly. But maybe if we could talk about January for just a minute. Um, we're going to, starting January 14th in church, we're going to be going through the Gospel of Mark. Mm-hmm. And um, the Gospel of Mark is the shortest of the Gospels, and it's also the oldest. Yeah. You would think that our New Testament would go Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, right? But it doesn't. It goes Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But don't be uh, confused there. Mark was first. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is killed, resurrected, ascended, right around 30-ish of the year, 30-ish. And uh, Mark's gospel's floating around in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So 30 years later, mm-hmm. he's our first one. And he's got some real interesting uniquenesses uh, that are fun. And and he really did change. It changes the world, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, the other gospels rely on him mm-hmm. to a greater and lesser extent. So we're going to be looking at that gospel mm-hmm. all throughout um, kind of the winter, spring. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll do a little bit on the podcast about it too, but I just wanted to really highlight for folks Mm -hmm. um, that we're hoping that by the time we're done with it, you'll really feel like, wow, I have a whole gospel, a whole book of the Bible that I really feel confident that I've studied and I know and deepened in my faith around. Yeah. And 
You know, a, a lot of times people will say to somebody who's not terribly religious or not Christian, oh, just read the Bible. All the answers are in the Bible. I think that's one of the worst things you can say because the Bible's a big <laughs> collection. It's a collection of, of books. books yeah. written over a thousand-ish years. Uh, so depending on where said interested, curious mm-hmm. party goes, it's really going to color how they experience your advice. Yeah. Send them here, even if it's not following our stuff. When mm-hmm. when somebody's curious, when somebody asks me. I was going to say, where, tell them what you always say when they say, where should I start? Mark in the Psalms. Yeah. I say mm-hmm. Mark in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Mark is, it's the shortest gospel. It's the oldest gospel. It's written in the most simplistic language. Yeah, what we were taught is just picture a sixth grader education yes. writing it because yes. that's its level really basic mm-hmm. greek when you Very look at the basic. greek it's sixth grade mm-hmm. greek right yeah um you know and you contrast that with something like romans which was written by like a master's student it's like that type of mm-hmm. of difference um so mark is highly accessible very readable mm-hmm. um there's Good. Uh, I know one of your favorite things about it is the narrative urgency mm-hmm. uh, that Mark writes with. And suddenly, yeah, that's and his, suddenly, that's his favorite. Things are always happening fast in the Gospel <laughs> yeah. of Mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big times yeah. in, in Judea uh, for Mark. <laughs> but anyway, it's a fascinating Gospel. I think it'll be fun for people. Like, if you're not that keen on looking at the whole book, it's not going to be a problem. You'll get some sermons on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do have broader interest, uh, we're going to kind of cover most of it in the various ways that we do content at First Prez. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's something to look toward. You know, right now we're in the gluttonous, uh-huh. you know, time of year, right? You just put a piece of bread in your mouth and I have just put a toffee in my mouth. We are in the gluttonous time of year this mid to late December. But here pretty soon we're going to be looking at mm-hmm. new resolutions. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take on a new habit. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take on a new discipline. And um, studying the Gospel of Mark is, it, mm-hmm. there are a lot worse ways to go. Yeah. There's a lot to be learned from this very short Gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to I wanna note that for folks, and, and you're going to hear more about that in the new year. Um, and I want to, but I also want us to shift to now the very near future. That's the January future. But the very near future is uh, we're about to have Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ten days away. Ten days away for Christmas. I didn't vote for it. You didn't vote for it. <laughs> exactly. Well, Christmas, as you well know, but I will shock our listeners, some of them maybe. You know, Jesus was not born in December. I hate to tell you that. He was born in the summer. Gosh, so he was born in the bleak midwinter? No, there is not a bleak midwinter in Israel, by the way, but... He was born in the summer. That's that's what we know from when censuses were taken. Uh, but we celebrate it in December um, for lots of good reasons. And so here it comes to celebrate. And I thought we should take a minute today, Phil, to say, you know, as we, in different seasons of our life and at different ages and stages of our life, Christmas hits us differently. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering how Christmas is hitting you this year. What are some of the things you're thinking about and feeling about Christmas this year? Um, you know, I'm preaching Christmas Eve, so I've already started thinking a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think how many times in my career I've preached Christmas Eve. It's probably a dozen, uh, maybe a little more. 
because um, you and I've split it. Mm-hmm. This will be the twelfth Christmas here, so maybe more, maybe fourteen mm-hmm. times that I've preached it. Um, it's always a very challenging service to preach. Um, why is that, Phil? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's just not a lot of new things to add. Uh, people <laughs> yeah. have been yeah. talking about this service, uh, this these passages for two thousand years. All that there is to say about them has largely been said. Yeah. But then the other thing is, and and you know, listeners can reflect on this when you go to Christmas Eve service. Y- you know. It's, it's, it's unique in the sense that on that day and at that service, people aren't really that interested in the sermon. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, in any given pew, you might have somebody who it's like, I didn't get the roast in. Mm-hmm. What are we going to eat mm-hmm. when this is de-? like they're panicked because mm-hmm. they're thinking about their list. Mm-hmm. You got some others who are like, I've never been in this place before. Grandma dragged me here, you know, and I had to wear pants that don't mm-hmm. even really fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And you got people who who are grieving, mm-hmm. and this is the first Christmas or the mm-hmm. second Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have people in all kinds right. of places, and it's such a well-known story. Mm-hmm. And so then to try to think about what is a message that pierces all of that. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure there is one. <laughs> well, so there is, there is but, but, but uh, do you have you know, it? Yeah. I think, to me, the, the thing that pierces all of that is and I think this is why people respond to it. It's it's the singing and it's the yeah. candlelight mm-hmm. and it's the setting of the room with the light in the darkness. Yeah, and I think those are the things that people respond to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those like in any given service, it's just that's what makes it unique. Christmas Eve, the the scripture and the sermon are not kind of the focal point of that service. Um, and so, anyway, uh, you know, I, so that's what I've been thinking about is like, what am I going to say and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, how am I going to say it? And, um, you know, so I, I tend to think about Christmas by and large, I guess, uh, around my, my job. I was going to say, you have just you know, given a very professional answer, It is answer, a very professional sir. answer. Um, you know, the rest of it, uh, you know, our kids are older. There's no like... You know, mm-hmm. running and waking us up. We'll wake them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's go. the stage we've entered. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll do all of our normal stuff and we'll go visit your family in Missouri and, and it'll be, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a standard, I presume, barring something unforeseen, uh, standard Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think to me it's it's hard to separate these types of things from my my vocation, especially when it's my year to preach that service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What are you thinking? Well, um, you know, I think different things about Christmas each year, but right now I've really kind of been thinking about those opposite extremes. And um, what I mean by that is, wasn't it Carl Bart who said who was all into the dialectic? Yes. Am I using the right yeah, word he liked there? The dialectic. The dialectic. Mm-hmm. And so a dialectic is like, you know, well, Jesus is fully human and fully divine, mm-hmm. and it seems like to be both is impossible. But our faith doesn't ask us to figure out the possibility; it asks us to live with both at the mm-hmm. same time, right? Or God is completely distant, and God is also right here. Mm-hmm. Live with the opposites, right? And somehow God's presence and and God's character 
is better understood in the middle of those opposites kind of thing. And so I've been thinking about that. And um, one of the, I listened to a scripture prayer podcast called Pray As You Go or Pray As We Go. Pray Pray As As We Go. go. Pray As You Go. It's singular. Anyway, and the other day they had, uh, their scripture for the day was Isaiah 41. And I guess I had read it before in my life. I must, full confession here, I, I did not remember it. But it really caught my ear because the passage basically, um, God is railing against um, the Israel, you know. The Israelites. The Israelites. And he says, um, oh, Jacob, you worm. You know, that's Israel. Oh, Jacob, you worm, I will help you. And then I think it goes on to call Israel an insect Mm -hmm. and then says, I will help you. And I have been thinking about that all week long since then of I can't think of a better sort of at least for me right now image of Christmas than living with both yeah like oh Tasha you worm Jesus comes Mm -hmm. like it doesn't change that I'm a worm I am Mm -hmm. and also there is this thing that I can barely comprehend you know that God says I will help you Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't stop me from helping you Mm -hmm. both are true at the same time Mm -hmm. you're a worm and I help you. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me like that's what meets at Christmas mm-hmm. is, um, you know, we are not worthy. And yet apparently you think we're the most worthy things ever. Mm-hmm. And living in the in between that. Mm-hmm. Or vacillating wildly between the two. Yeah. You know, that to me, that's that's the mystery of Christmas. And that's the power mm-hmm. of it is these extremes and needing to live in both all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. somehow, you know, and I think this is why we wanted to talk about it, probably that's not what most people are thinking about. You don't think so? You know, 10 days out. Uh, <laughs> oh, am I strange? Well, I mean, I think it's the don't reason to that. reflect on it is because it's so hard. I think that's one of the most difficult things. Easter is not like this. Yeah. Um, in terms of the cultural momentum that builds towards the day yeah and the sets of cultural expectations around the season yeah um yeah. you know hallmark doesn't start running easter movies in february, in february. yeah yeah um i hope they don't start I know, that yeah boy, okay. that would be bad anyway um anyway so you've got kind of uh what's become kind of the secular narrative around christmas which is uh, on the one hand maintains kind of a quasi spiritual tone of like it's the season, as uh, Hans Gruber says in Die Hard, it's the season of miracles. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that's the Christmas spirit. You know those yeah. types of things. Yeah. The Christmas spirit. But these things you can't really. They're not t- really. What, what is it? You try yeah, to hold it and it falls between your fingers. Yeah, it's not really yeah. anything. Um, yeah. And then you get the full on commercial aspects of it and and the traditions and the hall and the families and all that stuff so there's just it's very very difficult to spiritually center ourselves Mm -hmm. um this time of year Mm -hmm. uh even the worship services like they have to be a certain way like let's say you and i planned christmas eve and you know we were like you know this year we don't think we should light candles we think we should do (laughs) this or sing silent night right like we wouldn't have to worry about planning it again next year because that would be the new pastor's job, right? Exactly, yeah. So, and I'm, anyway, I'm not criticizing candles in any way. I'm just pointing out the difficulty 
Yeah. All the stuff. There's a lot of set pieces. Mm-hmm. That is built around what we hope is still a very important spiritual core, which mm-hmm. is what you're talking about. This this dialectic, right, is mm-hmm. I am both a terrible person and Jesus is coming for me. Mm-hmm. And Christmas is about that story, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. that's what he did the first time. These, The world was not full of saints. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a bunch of perfect people. It was a hot mess, very similar to now. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus was like... All right, let's go. I think I'll go there. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the best lines from A Christmas Carol to to get at that, mm-hmm. um, I think it comes from, yeah, Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem has the line in it that says, the hopes and fears of all mm-hmm. the years are met in thee tonight. Yes. And that is part of that dialectic, yeah. right? Like all the hope collides with all the fear. Mm-hmm. And to just live in hope and, and act like the fear isn't there is to fall one way and to act like there's no hope and fall into the fear mm-hmm. is to fall the other way. Mm-hmm. It is living in the tension of it and living with feet in both that say, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fear here, right. uh, but it collide and it collides with hope. Yes. Um, and Christmas is all about the Christmas story, the nativity, um, God coming into the world is all about impossibilities that don't seem like they can stay on the same plate together. Mm -hmm. It is all about that. Mm -hmm. And allowing that to remain a mystery and not have to be all figured out, um, but just rest in it. um, I think that's a good grown-up Christmas, right? Like children's Christmas is another whole thing, right? And it's wonderful and and all of that. But to as adults, Mm -hmm. to kind of say... um, can I have enough wonder in myself and allow enough mm-hmm. mystery in my life that these opposites can sit together mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way to put it. Any uh, final thoughts here on on uh, the year that was or the year that shall be? We won't be <laughs> back with you again until January. There, Some changes are coming mm-hmm. to the podcast, I think. So anyway... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're looking out. forward to it. Mm-hmm. So we're taking a little break now. And then uh, this was your coda, as Phil put it. Um, and then we will t- return to you that first week of January. In we the should. year 2024. The year of our Lord. It Anno only... Domini 2024. Thank you. And it will only take me till March uh-huh. to write it correctly. Correct. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. You guys have a great, safe, and wonderful Christmas season. And we will see you uh, next year. Till then, peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the One Prez Pod. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you found it. And go to oneprez.org for more information about First Presbyterian Church. Until next time, peace.